Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets tonight at a pregame show face off style with Rob Brown. Reed Wilkins, obviously, uh, is our primary host for those shows, along with uh, Rob and uh, Cam Moon and myself and Jack. Uh, Michael's all part of the Oilers Radio Network, coming up at 5.35, puck drop at 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, we're going to try to make this a regular occurrence on Mondays, but we got to get things turned around here because they've had a couple tough weeks down at Bakersfield, though I think uh, if you're sort of looking at the process and not necessarily the end result, you're not too dismayed. So we're pleased to welcome back to the coach. Jay, or welcome back to the show, the coach of the Bakersfield Condors in the American Hockey League, Jay Woodcroft. Hello, Jay. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. And and look, uh, I'd like to tell you that I watched every minute of uh, your two games this weekend, but you know I'm not a liar. In fact, I'm often accused of being too truthful, especially in my own household, which invariably means that I get into trouble all the time. So uh, <laughs> on that note, uh, it's, it's sort of like the old joke, right? You want the key to a successful marriage? Uh, allow your wife to make all the small decisions, and you make all the big decisions, and then you come to the realization about 20 years in that you've never made a big decision so uh, <laughs> there you go how would you assess the weekend that was you guys went in 0-2 uh, into the weekend against Henderson which is uh, Vegas's farm team yeah I thought we played two very competitive hockey games um, and one ones that could have gone either way uh, I looked at uh, the first game on the Friday night um, I thought we severely out out uh, chanced and out zone timed and out uh, obviously out shot the other team and and uh, we were right there it was a one one hockey game that um, we had a young uh, young first year player make an individual mistake and uh, it ended up in the back of our net with ten minutes left in the third period so we ended up uh, finding a way to not win that game um, even though we, we did a lot of really good things and so um, our goal was to build on that heading into the next night again we found ourselves down uh, down one nothing um, and we had numerous chances but uh, we've we've had a tough time finding uh, the required offense it takes to to win games defensively we're quite happy uh, with where we're at uh, in terms of um, you know I think we gave up 16 shots on Saturday night and the night before in the low 20s so um, we think we're doing uh, Lots of good things structurally, but I think there there um, there is room to grow in terms of our finish. There's room to grow with our um, ability to stay in battles and pay the price to to score goals in the American Hockey League level, and that's what our focus was on today. We're joined by Jay Woodcroft. Jay, I mean, you outshot uh, Henderson. That's uh, Vegas's farm team. Manny Viveros, former Oilers assistant, is coaching that team. Fifty-one forty-one over the couple games i'm just looking at henderson silver knights uh, team here and, and on defense and you know they got some prospects like caden korzak out of the whl 
but they've also, you know, they've got some veteran guys as well, specifically Ryan Murphy, who, you know, this this is a guy that was a first-round pick that a lot of people thought at one time was going to be a pretty, you know, pretty big-time player in the National Hockey League. Never, you know, kind of took forever with Charlotte in the in the American Hockey League. But he's a really good offensive caliber defenseman in your league, is he not? Yeah, he was, he's a very good hockey player, actually. Uh, he'd been around the American League for a bit, was a high draft pick to Carolina, like you said. He actually went over to the um, the KHL and played for my brother. So I have a good understanding of the of the player. And, um, you know, he, he did a nice job uh, the other night. He was the guy who scored the winning goal on the Friday night. Um, uh, but for us, our focus is on... Who's on in our lineup? And our focus is on trying to get the most out of our back end. And I thought uh, I thought we've seen some real growth, uh, especially um, from one of our drafted uh, and signed players, uh, Marcus Niemelainen. I thought uh, we just continue to see this guy grow before our eyes. He's a long body um, who showed me something with his competitive nature, his ability to get up in the rush, and uh, you know he's playing big minutes against the other teams best players he's done very well uh yeah well he was a 2016 draft. he was at the rookie tournament yeah i don't know if you remember this we were in penticton and he, he was really noticeable to me and then he kind of went through he went back to that back to junior that year in the ohl and had a tough season spent a couple over years in finland so you've liked this compete has he improved his footwork a bit because he, he actually to be honest with you i thought he could skate a little bit so what have you liked overall in his game well, I, first of all, I like his uh, size dimension. I think he's a long body, so he's got the big wingspan, and, and he's tough to get around uh, just because of uh, that length. I think his 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 feet are good, and uh, he's been up in the rush, um, which has surprised me um, with that ability. I didn't know that he had that in him. But what I've really liked is that yeah, we've matched him up against top players, and I see a guy who's competing, who's laying it on the line, who's tried to be physical, and uh, he's learning, you know, the nuances of playing in the American League on on smaller ice. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, you know, I, I paid attention to what um, happened uh, during uh, training camp and his progress through through training camp uh, at the beginning of January. And I, I just see this guy growing before our eyes on a daily basis down here. He's done very well. Epstein's mother has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Says, Bob, can you ask Jay about Theodore Lenstrom and how he's performed through the first two weekends? Yeah, Theodore's another very competitive guy. He has good experience playing at a high level in the top league in Sweden. I think um, he's moved pucks well. He's uh, he's almost because he didn't have that junior experience that Niemelainen had. He's going through more of a learning process of how things happen much quicker on the smaller ice. But I see him being competitive. I see him um, finding a way to get his shot through from the back end. Um, he's on our power play now. I don't necessarily think he's a he's a you know a one one a power play quarterback type of guy. But he's getting that experience at our level. Um, but you know I see him as a very good puck mover who skates well and competes. Uh, I've been impressed with his level of professionalism and uh, he's like just like Marcus. He's getting better on a daily basis. You got Tyler Benson back in the lineup this weekend. He played both games. Didn't pick up a point. How did he play? 
Yeah, I thought he was competitive. Um, you know, uh, we, you and I talked about uh, him coming through a little bit of a or of an injury there, and that injury actually kept him off the ice for uh, a large chunk of time. So, um, you know, for Tyler, this was his uh, last week was just getting him back on on the ice, getting him up to speed. Now he's got some game action. We're looking for him to take a step. Um, I think uh, there's maturity to his game. I think he made a couple good plays with the puck. Nothing went in, but that wasn't just him. That was uh, our entire group. We had the chances. Now it's incumbent upon us to make sure we make good on them. Our, I mean, the organization went out. They spent some money. Uh, Klein is on a one-way deal. Uh, brought in, you know, Seth Griffith was the guy that led uh, the Manitoba Moose in scoring the last couple of years. Do you think it's just a matter of time before those guys get going offensively? Yeah, I think so. And and for me, we have a strong belief in them. I think uh, if the chances weren't there, um, you'd you'd be concerned. But the chances are there for them, and they have a proven track record of producing, especially at this level. And I think right now with where we're at as a team, it's an interesting time because we've done a lot of things well. Um, we're focused on our pro- process more than our outcome. Our belief is that it, over a long stretch of time that those things even out. And um, there's things we have to grow offensively in order to find that type of success. But we don't want to do that at the expense of playing the game the right way. We don't want to cheat for offense. We don't want to get uh, let frustration seep into our game, and that's the challenge for us. It's, it's to to grow the offensive part of things by doing it the right way, and we think we put in a real good uh, effort in practice today, and, and we're going to build on that tomorrow and uh, take that into our three games this week. We are joined by Jay Woodcroft. He is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer with you in winter. So just on Alan Klein, in the last two seasons with Stockton, Calgary's farm team, he's played 79 games in the American Hockey League. He's got 33 goals and 98 points. So he obviously is a uh, fairly productive player. He's also gotten into 22 NHL games uh, for the Flames and scored four goals. So this is a guy that is sort of an AHL-NHL tweener in terms of his ability. We like to ask you about the prospects. I told you every week I'm going to bring up Ryan cloud uh yep. he can skate um he's an intriguing guy i don't know if he's going to score at the next level i do think he's got a chance to be a third liner nhl player that's my personal impression but you've been dealing with this kid every day for the last couple of seasons uh how's he started the year well he you know what he started the year by um earning the right to play a lot number one so he he's playing in our top six and he, he's playing well uh, there's uh, you know i liked his game uh on saturday Saturday night more than I did on on the Friday night um, and uh, for me um, it wasn't anything particular he did uh, wrong it just seemed seemed like he was more involved on the Saturday night um, more around the guts of the game more uh, willing to get uh, to the blue paint it didn't go in for him but he had chances I think uh, this player he skates um, not only at an NHL level but at an uh, he's an elite skater, this, uh, and he's got an NHL body type. He's learning how to build consistency in his game, and he's doing it at this level while garnering a lot of ice time. We're asking a lot of him. We're putting him uh, against good players. We're uh, putting him on the power play to gain some offensive confidence, and uh, we're, we're asking him to, to be a big factor.
factor in our penalty kill. So he's gaining that experience. The challenge, as it is for a lot of young players, is to find that level of consistency. And, uh, you know, it's something that uh, we've been quite happy with his play. We think there's room to grow offensively, but he's like the rest of our forward group uh, when it comes to that part of our game. And, uh, you know, we think he's going to continue to take steps here as we work our way through the month of February. Jay, I saw that you got Stuart Skinner in goal on Saturday, of course. He he had to uh, clear the protocol to get into the United States after being signed to the minors. So you split Olivier Rodrigue and Stuart Skinner. Uh, He gave up three on 16. Uh, I mean, did he look like a guy that hadn't played much over the last uh, few weeks, or how would you assess his overall performance? I would say that there weren't a lot of chances against, but the goals that went in, I didn't think he had a ton of chance on. Um, um, So I thought actually Stewart gave us a chance to win the game. I was quite impressed uh, with his puck play. Uh, Very much improved. Uh, His ability once the puck gets rimmed to a goaltender to have our D split and get the puck up the ice quickly I think uh, was excellent and a real improvement for me. I thought he... um, you know, it was obvious that he's got he's got some confidence. He's been in the NHL. He's seen um, two first-rate goaltenders in Koskinen and Smith. Um, how they practice, how they conduct their business on a daily basis. He got a taste for it, and he knows he wants to work his way back to that level. Um, I thought, you know, you know, he came down. He had to sit in a hotel room in quarantine. That's just part of the rules with the American Hockey League. We didn't feel good. About about putting him into that game on the Friday night because he was just coming off that quarantine. We wanted him to have a morning skate. He went in. I thought he gave us a chance to win. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, we, we expect uh, to him to for him to play the bulk of our games going forward. So it'll be a good experience for that young player to build consistency in his game as well. At some point, Jay, there's going to be an exodus of European uh, playing Oiler prospect defensemen coming. Philip Berglund's playing in the top division in Sweden. Uh, Cairns is playing. Matt Cairns is playing on the same team that Raphael Lavoie is playing with. Uh, Obviously, everybody's excited about Philip Broberg, who to date has got a total of three goals, 11 points in 33 games with Shleftia. And then there's Sam Arukov, who you knew well, who you had last year, who's playing for one of the best teams in the KHL. That's four guys that could be coming at some point. Um, that said, you need some other guys to step up. And we know a bit about a couple of the veterans that have been there in terms of Gravel and Stanton. But is there anybody that's caught your eye on guys that are sort of on American League deals, on sort of, you know, AHL, ECHL deals that are trying to prove their way as AHL players? Well, yeah, we have. We you talked about Stanton and Gravel, and we've already talked about Niemelainen and Lenstrom. We have three younger players that have come out of the NCAA that are kind of in that American League, uh, East Coast League, uh, dual type of contract situation, and um, you know some of them sort shown well. Vincent DeHarnay got a little bit of taste with us last year. He's a big six-seven D man. He's a draft pick uh, of the Oilers, so I've seen him going back to development camps. I think he's taken a step this year. Um, he's uh, more understanding of the speed the, the game's played at this level, and he's given us some good minutes. Um, Caldis, Yanni Caldis is a player that, that was signed out of Cornell University, and uh, he's an up-in-the-rush um, uh, puck 
moving type of player that uh, is learning um, the game at this level. But he's given us some good minutes. And then we have another player named Janice Jacks who came uh, out of AIC and he played our first game of the year. He's got uh, a very good shot. He's a right-handed shot, which we don't have a lot of uh, with our group. But he's a right-handed shot. And, uh, you know, he's looking to, to battle his way back into the lineup here. So um, we have uh, some good options to choose from we're just trying to find right now a winning uh winning lineup and uh continue to challenge these guys to take a step on a daily basis jay you mentioned three games this week uh where are they at who do you play Yep, we uh, we play the same two teams that we've uh, um, started the season against. So we get another shot at uh, at San Diego, and then at home versus San Diego uh, on Friday night, and then on Saturday we play at home versus Henderson. So it's a good opportunity uh, for us uh, to take another crack at these teams that uh, found a way to squeak a win uh, out of us. All right. Well, uh, wishing you luck, and we'll hook up early next week. Okay, Jay. Thanks, Bob. Take care. You, you bet. That is Bakerfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft uh, with our farm report, which we're going to try to do every Monday at 135. Again, Edmonton and Winnipeg will do a little bit of a reset when we come back, but not before I tell you. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store, the Stoffert Record recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. When we get back, I'll bring you uh, this day in Oilers history, and then we'll set things up for tonight's game. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Hey, Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now as we go to listen in Oilers history for Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the team at New West Travel. Well, it is Craig Simpson's birthday. That's awesome. But We'll tell you on this date back in 1980. Blair McDonald had a hat-trick. Wayne Gretzky, though, tied an NHL record with seven assists in one game. The Edmonton Oilers hammered the Washington Capitals 8-2. That was a rookie record for Wayne with the seven assists in one game. And Gretzky also set the rookie scoring record at 96 points. Of course, he would do a little bit better than that. 137, as I recall, in his rookie campaign. Edmonton and Winnipeg tonight. Again, the Oilers will go with Mike Smith. The uh, Jets expected to start Connor Hellebuck. Uh, no Ethan Bear in the lineup yet for the Oilers, so Bouchard will play the right side tonight along with Slater Cuckoo. Nurse with Barry, both guys performing quite well offensively. Laguson and Larson in a shutdown role. But David with R&H, Pugliarvi, Drysaddle, Cahoon, and Yamamoto. Jujar Kera, Tyler Innes, and Josh Archbold combined nine points over the course of the last three games. Not bad from a third line. Turris with Shore and Chase on top two lines for the Jets. Shifley with Kopp and Wheeler. Stashney with Connor and uh, Ehlers. And by the way, uh, Paul Stashney's father, Peter, one of my favorite players of all time. Tomorrow on Oilers Now, uh, Mark Spector will join us for the horses in horse racing Alberta. Our province's horse racing and breeding industry has introduced new safety protocols with thorough vet checks, stricter rules and tougher penalties, employing Albertans caring for our horses, Horse Racing Alberta. Up next, uh, we will have a global news weather traffic update with Bobby Farian, followed by the best of 6.30 chat afternoons of Jayla and I, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Cam Moon, myself, Jack, a cast of thousands. The face-off show beginning at 5.30, puck drop at 7.00. 
Talk to you then. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.